Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional healthcare for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Most Americans struggle with some type of a vitamin or a mineral deficiency because our soil is very depleted. Uh, a lot of us are eating very poor diets that aren't very nourishing anyway, so they're not giving us the stuff that we need. Um, but vitamin D is arguably the top deficiency in America. This is very problematic because vitamin D is so important to the human body. Um, it's actually more of a hormone than it is a vitamin. So they call it vitamin D. It was discovered and thought to be a vitamin, but the way that it functions in the body, it actually works more like a hormone. So that's why it's so important. So some of the functions um, of this vitamin hormone combo, um, the major biological functions are to maintain normal blood levels of calcium and phosphorus. So this is really helpful with bone and teeth health. So vitamin D aids in the absorption of calcium. So if you're just taking a calcium supplement, that's not enough. You've gotta be taking vitamin D to go along with it because this aids in the absorption of that calcium to get into the bone. Um, it helps form and maintain strong bones. The recent research actually suggests that sufficient intake of this fat-soluble vitamin provides protection and decreases an individual's risk for developing osteoporosis, hypertension, cancer. So yes, this is the anti-cancer hormone vitamin. Okay, so breast and colon specifically. Also, several autoimmune conditions are combated and warded off if you have adequate vitamin D levels in the body. Studies report that it triggers the body's immune cells to produce antibodies, so therefore vitamin D has a very important role in increasing the strength of the immune system as well. So again, as we're moving into the cold and flu season, really important to make sure that this is uh, sufficient in the body. Um, so to date, there are more than 500 studies that support the role of vitamin, or excuse me, that report that vitamin D assists in the maintenance of joint and muscle comfort, as well as maintenance of a healthy mood. And it supports breast, colon, and prostate health. So as I mentioned, with cancer and things like that, you know, this, this really helps to avoid that. Vitamin D is also responsible for supporting immunity, as I mentioned, digestive health, hormone balance, and then bone density. So those are its main roles, but I wanted to give you some of the science behind what it's actually doing. So some of the symptoms of deficiency of vitamin D would be immune issues. So having a weakened immune system, if you have an autoimmune disease, have allergies, frequent colds or flus, sinus infections that come back every year, uh, you know, if you've got a decreased immune system, you probably don't have adequate vitamin D. If you have candida overgrowth, a big problem with a lot of Americans due to the lifestyle that we live, we're high stress, we are not in the mode of self-care, we are pushing it to the limit, we are not eating the proper foods. This 
allows for this organism to overgrow in the body and cause a lot of problems. Well, one of the symptoms of not having enough vitamin D in the body is also candida overgrowth as well. Emotional issues, things like anxiety, depression, um, even the winter blues, you know, that a lot of people get, seasonal affective disorder and things can be um, reprieved a little bit with having uh, vitamin D balanced. Um, other symptoms of deficiency would be hormone imbalances. So if you're a female and you're having a lot of issues with your cycles, um, you know, fibroids and, you know, lots of different things with menstrual irregularities, vitamin D plays a very big role in maintaining that function of the body. If you're having difficulty putting on muscle or difficulty losing weight, sometimes vitamin D has a role in that as well. Uh, if you've got weak bones or teeth, definitely need more vitamin D in your life. Uh, if you have osteoporosis or osteopenia, then you are not storing or making calcium properly in the body. And vitamin D, remember, I mentioned it, this is like the third time because it's so important. Vitamin D aids in the absorption of that calcium. So you can't just only take the calcium supplement. It's got to have vitamin D with it. Um, if you have cancer, diabetes, or heart disease, again, a lot of the times of low vitamin D can either attribute to those things or kind of help them along, okay? So there's a lot of reasons that people are deficient in um, vitamin D. So first and foremost would be lack of sunshine, right? So most people know that when you're outside and you're getting sun, you're getting some vitamin D exposure. But the problem is that we live indoors almost year round. So even during the summer months when the sun is nice and sunny, uh, we're all working indoors um, and we just, our lives are inside. So, and if people are outside, they're most of the time they're wearing sunscreen to protect from the UV rays because that can be very harmful. Um, some people have a higher risk of skin cancer and things like that but the sunscreen blocks the vitamin D process from happening in the body. So in order to get enough vitamin D from the sun to not need a supplement, you would need 20 minutes of sun exposure over 80% of your body every day. That's not doable for most people. Some people are fair skinned and they, like I said, worry about skin cancer and things like that. Uh, but I do wanna tell you about the process because I do think it's very interesting. So what happens is your skin makes contact with the sun while you're outside, you know, maybe at the beach or at the pool or whatever. So your skin makes contact with the sun. Cholesterol in your skin layers, so in the dermis, gets converted into cholecalciferol, which is vitamin D3. And it takes about 24 to 48 hours for your body to actually absorb that. So it's just sitting on the skin. After you've had that contact, takes the cholesterol, creates the vitamin D3, and then it takes a couple days for it to get actually absorbed into the body. After sun exposure, the problem is a lot of people come home from the beach or the pool or whichever, and they take a shower, right? Because you've been sweating, you've been out there laying in the sun. And if you use soap, soap is an emulsifier. Think of if you're cleaning a baking grease pan Right? You want to use soap on there because it's going to be sudsy and get that fat off. Well, that's the same thing that happens. It washes away the vitamin D off the skin before it has a chance to absorb. 
So we're not quite getting all that vitamin D from the exposure that we were hoping for. It then goes to the liver. So the vitamin D, if it does its job and you get some of that vitamin D from the sun exposure, it goes to the liver and it becomes five times more potent than cholecalciferol, which is very cool. <coughs> Excuse me. Because obviously this is the important thing that we need, this buildup of this D3. Other things that are reasons for deficiency, chemicals, specifically plastics like BPA, which is bisphenol A, they actually block vitamin D absorption. So this is in all the plastic water bottles that you're drinking out of. Um, so that actually blocks the body's ability to absorb this vitamin. We don't want that. Toxins. So if you have a toxic lifestyle, if you're burning candles and you've got your Glade plugins and, you know, all these things, fragrances and deodorants that, you know, have a lot of chemicals in them, these things put burden on your liver. Your liver is where you're, is responsible for storing and producing your vitamin D. So if it's busy holding and managing toxic burden, it can't do its job efficiently. So that also has a major effect on whether or not you're going to be absorbing, storing, and utilizing your vitamin D properly. So there are some foods that have vitamin D in them, things like wild-caught fish, so salmon and whitefish, always wild-caught, don't buy farm-raised fish. Um, raw milk has some levels of vitamin D in there as well. It's a little harder to find that, though. Mushrooms. Not everybody likes those, I do, uh, but they have a little bit of vitamin D in there. The problem is, is that, um, oh, and eggs. Eggs have a little bit as well. But the problem is that all of these foods contain very small amounts of vitamin D and they're not enough to give you exactly what you need, okay? So I wanna talk about how lab, lab work works for vitamin D. So optimally, you really should be getting your vitamin D levels checked annually. At every physical, you should request that. This will oftentimes have to be requested because a lot of doctors don't run this lab because it's oftentimes not covered by insurance. For me, it's worth it to know. I think it's maybe 30 bucks that I've had to pay in the past that's not covered. That's worth it to me to make sure that I have adequate levels. So the level of vitamin D that comes up on your lab report, say you get this drawn today. Okay, so the lab that's on there is actually an indication of what your vitamin D was three months ago. And that's because it takes about three months for it to store up in the liver before it shows up in lab work. So whenever I have a client starting with me, um, if they haven't you know, done lab work yet, um, and they've maybe been on the program for a month and they're like, oh, you know, I got my vitamin D drawn and you've had me at this level and it's still not you know, still not working, still not getting up there. I'm like, oh, you gotta give this time. It's gotta be three months of you being on a specific dose for it to show up in a lab. The range for conventional medicine lab work for vitamin D is 30 to 100. This is a very large range, okay? So that's the problem is conventional medicine's lab work, the range is usually very wide. With functional medicine, we narrow that down. We like to see optimal levels on lab work, specifically vitamin D. We like to see between a 70 and a 100. On average, 
I would say most people are ringing in between a 20 and a 30, um, and that's on a good day. There are, I actually have had a couple people come in with levels like 11 or an 18, which is super, super deficient. So for cancer prevention, bone health, immune support, 70 to 100 is where you wanna be. An excess amount of vitamin D would be 100 or more, and like over 100. I've never seen that, especially not in Michigan. Um, and it's very, very rare, even for people who do live in sunny states. Like I said, most of the time we are indoors. We're, we're not being exposed to the sun as much as we should in order to get adequate amounts of vitamin D. So it's very rare for people to be having excess amounts of this. So when you're looking for a supplement, you want to make sure it's a high quality. Okay, so I talk about this. Every time I bring up supplements, so important to make sure that you are not getting things that uh, have junk in them. There were some studies that were done on things that, like places like GNC, Walmart, Rite Aid, that type of thing. And the study showed that about one out of 10 of the vitamin D supplements on the shelves actually contained what the label said that it contained. That's not very many. That's one out of 10. Okay, so not very good odds that the one that you pick up is gonna be a very good brand. So you always want your products to be third-party tested, GMP certified, um, you know, quality things. So the one that I like is by Orthomolecular, and it has the vitamin D3 with K2, and it's the MK7 version of uh, K2, which it makes it more um, bioavailable to the body, remains active for longer in the body, so I like it. And what I also like about it is that it's a liquid, so it's bypassing the digestive system. You're gonna absorb it in the mouth instead of in the gut. And if you have a compromised gut for whatever reason, um, you've got leaky gut, you've got candida, if you have any digestive issues whatsoever, you definitely have a, you know issue with the gut. What I like about this too is not only does it bypass the gut, but you can also dose it how you like it. So for instance, I actually had a client uh, yesterday who she brought me her lab work from her doctor. They did do a vitamin D. She was at an 80, which is excellent. That's like, like I said, between 70 and 100, that's perfect. So she was at 10,000 IUs and I said, go ahead and just drop it down to five. So instead of having to you know, continue taking a pill that's the same amount in each one, you can dose it accordingly and then you make the product last longer. The other thing too is in the summertime, you know, I'll take maybe half my dose because I know I'm out in the sun a little more, but I still wanna supplement, make sure I'm getting enough, and then in the winter months, I, I double up. So that's I like the, the liquid for that reason. You do wanna make sure that you're getting vitamin D3, not D2. And then the dose for this is anywhere between 2,000 to 5,000 IUs a day, okay? So that's, like I said, I don't put people on 2,000 IUs until they're at about an 80, like this lady was. Um, and no, even through the winter, I told her it's not a bad idea to stay on 5,000. But if you're very deficient, so for instance, my one person that I said had an 11 um, vitamin D score, for that, I definitely put them at 10,000 IUs, and you could do that for a couple of months to boost yourself back up. 
You want the vitamin D3 supplement to contain the K2, like I just showed you in this one here. Um, it's very involved with calcium balance for the body. And as I mentioned with this one, I prefer for myself and for my clients to use the MK7 form of K2. It seems to work best for majority of people and it does remain active in the body for multiple days. So if you're taking it every day, you're always having the K2 available in the body. Whereas the MK4, that's only like a few hours that you get that. So each time you take it, it only lasts about four hours. Um, so I don't like that as much. I like there to be bioavailable K2 in the body all the time. So that is uh, my spiel on vitamin D. I do know that you can actually go online and there are certain companies that you can order a vitamin D test like to do at home. Um, sometimes they can range, you know, anywhere between 50 to $75. Um, so if you don't have, you know, insurance and, and maybe going to the doctor is not an option for you, but you're still curious what your levels are, that may be an option as well. Um, I can't remember if um, it's a swab or if it's a finger prick. Uh, there may be multiple, you know, ways to kind of get that. So, but I do know um, when I did my functional medicine class, that was an option um, that the instructor had mentioned. So I hope that this was educational for you and helpful um, and get yourself a lab test next time you're at the doctor to make sure that you are in optimal levels. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.